Good day everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. Being at Onuri Church and being a pastor with the English ministry, meaning, you know, I speak English, um, I get to meet some famous Christians, famous pastors, writers uh, that come to Seoul and Onuri Church every year as we host various conferences, seminars, and events. And they are famous for good reason, as in they are extremely accomplished. They are extremely good Christians, um, and there is a lot that we, everyone and I can learn from them. And recently, um, there was one person who came, I'm not, I won't use names, but one who came, and I found out afterwards, I've, you know, I'd known about him for a while, but I found out during that trip through someone who was part of his group that he has photographic memory. And he's, you know, I just thought he was really smart, but he has photographic memory. So he has basically most of the Bible chunks, huge chunks, most of the Bible memorized. And that's how he's just, he's able to preach, you know, even without a Bible, but you know, with the Word of God, because he has memorized, right? And I have the, uh, but at the same time, he's so humble. And he could have been anything, anyone that he wanted to be in this world, right? Anything accomplished. Someone with position that can make a lot of money, do anything he wanted, but, maybe not a but, but, He's so, he's a pastor, right? And he writes and he preaches and he trains other Christians, other pastors. And I have the utmost respect for people like that. People who clearly live for God, who in a sense are also losing for God. But they would never agree to this statement because they would say that they are not losing or suffering anything at all. And I think Paul is one of the greatest examples of this. So let's read the passage and then we'll continue. Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by His grace, was pleased to reveal His Son in me so that I might preach Him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went into Arabia. Later, I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am writing you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report the man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praise God because of me. Yesterday I mentioned uh, the involvement, the reality of the involvement of people 
in the gospel and with the gospel, of people's involvement in the preaching, receiving and living out of the gospel. In fact, today I'm going to go a step further to say that people cannot be separated from the gospel. Right? It's from God, it's by God, but in the preaching, the receiving and the living of the gospel, people cannot be separated because Jesus himself gave people, us, the commission to spread the gospel everywhere to all people. So it is for the people and it is also commissioned to be carried out by the people as well. And today we're going to hone in on one member of the people, the word I, the self, right? Now, an interesting observation in today's passage is that there are 14 verses in today's passage and seven of those verses start with I, the word, the letter I. And this is Paul, obviously. And I went through and I counted and I may have miscounted by a couple, a little, a little bit, but the variation of I, me or my, right? happens 28 times in today's 14 verses. 28 times, an average of twice per verse. So this is Paul talking, saying, I, me, and my. Right now, it almost sounds a little bit egotistical, right, doesn't it? Like, I thought Paul was supposed to be humble, but he's like, I, me, my. He's talking about himself a lot. But what Paul was doing was acknowledging the truth of his involvement in the gospel, but building the case towards his submission to the source and the truth of the gospel. Right? In a sense, he was building himself up so that he could fall, right? to show people, to make a point, show everyone that how he fell, he fell in love and within the love of God, fell into the arms of grace, and how it was right to fall under God and His gospel. So he built himself up, I, me, my, to show people that no matter how much I am built up and how I am, I am below Christ and His gospel. Even as Paul was saying, I, 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 me, my, nothing was actually his. The gospel he preached, we see, it was not of human origin, you know, not his, not his or anyone's. It was from Jesus Christ himself. Paul preached him, it says, meaning God. He didn't consult any human beings, and the people hearing about Paul actually recognized God and not Paul himself. Now, the one thing that Paul did do, it says, I persecuted, right? I personally persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. The one thing that Paul tried to do, he failed, right? The one thing he tried to do, he failed. Paul's attention to himself was to show actually his complete submission. Paul under Christ and his gospel. I, me, my, myself under Christ and his gospel. His ego being put under Christ and his gospel. Now, I use the word ego in both sense of the word. Ego as a person, um, his sense of self-esteem, their sense of self-esteem or self-importance, right? The, the big ego, right? Or the big or small ego that a person has, but also simply put one's sense of personal identity, right? Who I am, just me, all of that. Self-importance and the self being put under Christ. You, we cannot separate our ego, your ego, from Christ and the gospel, right? We cannot simply erase it either. 
But being, becoming a Christian, a disciple and a princess of Jesus is about submitting your ego under Christ and his gospel. And this is the only way that verse 24 in today's passage can actually happen in your life. As they praise, it says, they praised God because of me. People praise, people need to praise God because of you because of your ego, because of who you are and what you do. This is our goal and our mission in life. Even it is I who is doing, right? I who is preaching, serving, helping, sacrificing, and even say suffering. Everything that we do that is good doesn't count if our ego doesn't fall under Christ and his gospel. This is our goal and mission. So what are we to do today? Let's consider ourselves, our ego, in the light of Christ and his gospel. We have to remember that Paul didn't erase or debase himself, his ego, but he placed it under Christ. He submitted his ego under Christ and his gospel. And this is our model. We, and this is easier said than done for us to do and try and model ourselves after. But our application for today is to think of how we can place, how you can place your ego under Christ. And rather than giving some you know, specific examples that may or may not suit, let's prayerfully consider ourselves. Think about your ego today and what are some things that you need to place at the foot of the cross under Christ in obedience to let go even or to take on so that you can place your ego under Christ. Let's prayerfully consider that today. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for your word that guides us, Lord. And we pray today, you may your Holy Spirit light our thoughts and guide our thoughts as we consider ourselves, Lord. And not above uh, or bigger than we ought to, but in humility, consider ourselves uh, with, uh, in the light of your Son, Jesus Christ, so that we can grow in Christ-likeness in humility, so that we can grow in humility even as well, as we follow you, so that we can be good preachers, proclaimers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.